Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of 10 Minute Tuesdays. Today I'm joined by another fascinating guest. This time it's Welsh champ weightlifter and also previously Welsh under 21 hockey player. So hybrid athlete, Joe Webb. Joe, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. A pleasure to have you on the show. Um, I just want to say before we start, I'm super grateful to start having guests on the show and some really interesting guests like Joe. Those of you out there who are listening, want to come on the show or know anyone who you think would be a good fit, please put them forward because it makes the whole experience just better for everyone else. But yeah, without further ado, let's get into it. So as we, as I just mentioned, Welsh champ weightlifter. Um, also before that, up to Wales under 21 hockey player. So you've excelled at two sports. What would you say is a trait or super strength of yours that's allowed you to excel in more than one field? Uh, I'm quite an ambitious person, but I definitely say I'm very consistent. I just, I think especially in weightlifting nowadays, it takes a long time for people to get to their peak. For instance, uh, Chris Murray, who won gold at the Commonwealth, he was training from the age of, ooh, I'd say maybe 14, 12, 14, up to the age of, I think he's 24, 25 when he won it. And so that's 10 years of him training to be able to achieve a Commonwealth gold. So you say consistency there. That's a good one from weightlifting. There are loads of examples. We talk about football, hockey, any sport, all of the top top players seem to have put in years and years of work and if you can describe what that looks like for you in day-to-day practice but what is your idea of consistency what does it mean to you I think it's probably obviously I'm not an elite elite athlete by any means so I obviously still have to go to lectures I have stuff to do that isn't weightlifting that isn't training so I think for me it's more about doing as much as I can every day to aid in my performance so making sure I get to the gym at a good time. Some days I have to go really early in the morning, which I don't like because I can't get enough food in at that time. But say if I have to, then I will. But I prefer to train sort of early afternoon, train then, do train hard. Well, train as hard as I have to. But then also stuff like I've been trying to go up a weight class for about a year now. And it's just stuff like making sure I get enough food in every day, trying to get minimum eight hours sleep, that sort of stuff, making sure I get all my supplements in. So that sounds like setting your priorities outside of the absolute necessities like lectures um, that you have to go to. It it sounds like you're setting weightlifting as your number one priority outside of that. Yeah, definitely. It seems a bit trivial, but actually having a clear set list of what your priorities are in life um, with whatever goals you're trying to achieve in sport or outside of sport, knowing what your priorities are and then acting on those priorities. So for, for you, weightlifting is most important. That, that makes it much easier to make good decisions. If you know that for you, weightlifting is out and out more important than watching Netflix or, like, I don't know, just chilling, it's so much easier to turn up, even on the days when you don't want to. People talk about purpose, yeah. And that sort of is this equivalent sort of thing, like having that, having that priority or having that purpose really helps with your day in, day out process of making those gains to lead you to oh, where definitely. you want to be. And it probably, it definitely helps that I love doing it because people always, I always have people being to me like, oh my God, I got into the gym at 3.30 and you're still here at seven o'clock. I'm like, yeah. well, yeah, it's how long it takes me to train. Yeah, yeah. And I, it's more, and it's more about 
the fact that I love it makes it so much easier for me to train hard. And then it's the external stuff like my nutrition and sleep that I probably don't want to do. I don't want to have to like really eat tons and tons of food until I feel not very well. But that's the stuff that is at the end of the day going to help. Doing, you end up wanting to do that too because you love training so yeah. much that if it's going to put you in the best place yeah. in form, you're willing to do it. Yeah. Um, just to touch on, yeah, so what, what is it? Can you describe what is it about weightlifting that you love? Oh, well, I don't know. I've always massively been into the gym. I remember like before school when I was 16, 17, I'd go like 6 a.m. I've always just really enjoyed it. But I think I've always been quite a competitive person, but I do, I think the thing about weightlifting is it's very much you. You can't affect anyone else. It's just you against you. And I really... Honestly, I've never, I, I'm not a massive competing fan. I get so nervous at competitions, but I, my last competition, I had such a good training block. I went to my competition and I competed the best I ever have. And it's just the feeling of like being better, like Pro, getting myself yeah. better. I, I absolutely love, Yeah, I love it. That like day in, day out progress. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. Like it's, everyday pro well marginal gains maybe not every day but if you're just if you're able to see over a month or two oh, months yeah. that you're just slowly getting better um probably the nice thing about weightlifting is you can actually see it as well yeah like i think i've always been told it's very important to like keep track of my training which i totally agree with now i didn't used to get it but i do now because actually nowadays when progress is harder yeah even making like a 2.5 kg jump Little on a weight every week adds up over time so what in four weeks you added 10 kg like that's a lot of weight really yeah and well, tell me about when it's you know when it's when progress stagnates and you're not maybe seeing the gains that you were a month ago how do you cope with that to uh, to make sure that you stay motivated um so what i've got a great coach um and he basically what happens is we look at my technique and we see what's wrong with it. Well, what, not what's wrong with it, but what needs to be improved. And we take sort of a variation of the snatch and clean and jerk and we will focus on that. Mm. And so, we'll, and we'll have training blocks, say like six, maybe six to 10 weeks of really focusing on that. And by adding smaller weights onto that, the bit that I'm weaker at, eventually it will add, add on to my final total. Yeah, yeah. So you're... you're just to just to clarify, you mentioned snatch, clean and jerk. Well, what was what is snatch, clean and jerk? So snatch know. is straight from the floor overhead. Yeah, and then clean and jerk is to the shoulders and then overhead. Right, and then in a competition you get three attempts at each. So mm -hmm. snatch, yeah. three attempts snatch, three attempts clean and jerk, and then your final total is where you would come. Okay, yeah, yeah, and you find that just by breaking it down, individualizing to one of those things. Yeah, that makes sense. Like yeah. you just, if you see improvement in one of those and you can just break everything down right to the core yeah. and see small improvements in there, that's still enough to, yeah. to give you, to motivate you to keep, to keep pushing, to yeah. keep going, to and keep training hard. So this is a hard thing because actually really a lot of people in the gyms, like sort of online stuff talk about shocking muscle, which is rubbish. Like that doesn't work. Yeah. What you need to make progress on different thing you can change it but you need to make progress on certain things so i really find that if my progress slows down i'll maybe 
I'll take a break maybe. I'll just like have some fun in the gym for a week, like going yeah. every day, get a pump or something. And I'll go back to it and be like, right, I need to improve this, this and this to get overall better. And I'll hammer it for six to eight weeks, six mm-hmm. to 10 maybe. Mm-hmm. And then test on the final outcome. Yeah. No, it makes a lot of sense. Thank you for sharing that. I think to, to just summarise that, so we've just gone through quite a lot there, but setting your priorities straight helps to keep you motivated and disciplined. And also when progress stagnates and you're not seeing quite what you want to see, breaking down the process into smaller chunks and compartmentalising, that helps. And seeing small little wins in those parts, that helps over time keep you on that track and keep you on that consistent path. Yeah. Consistency is the key word, like you said. Um, so like moving on, I think one of the other things I wanted to ask you about, Joe, is obviously you just, as you mentioned, and for reference, I, th- I like to think I go to the gym quite a lot, but whenever I go, Joe's already in there. He's in there before I get there. He's in there after I leave. Like you mentioned, you'll be in there four hours. You wake up at ridiculous times to go to the gym. Doing that day in, day out must get quite tough. So could you just talk to me about how you deal with the times where you're not motivated or you're really just not enjoying the process? Yeah. Uh, I feel like when I'm not motivated, I think I will just take a break because actually in weightlifting, yeah, obviously it's great. Like it's very technical. It's good to hone your technique. That's how you get better. But also there are other aspects. So what I like to do, especially after a competition, is I'll just maybe take a week, two weeks off and I'll just do something different. I'll body build, I'll do some CrossFit, calisthenics, powerlifting. I think that really, really helps me to stay motivated. Just adding that sort of bit of extra fun yeah. into something that can often be quite like daunting and hard to do all the time. And like I'm assuming after you've had that like break off, when you come back to it, you've recharged. Yeah, because yeah, I, I recently I've had about, I've just started training again this week, but I had four weeks off because I've had a bit of a repetitive shoulder injury. But what I did in that time was I just got, did a lot of squats, not a lot of weightlifting, just a lot of bodybuilding, squats, deadlifts, that sort of stuff. And actually I was sort of, I was not very motivated at the start of it. I, my shoulder was bugging me. I was like, oh, I just feel terrible. My lifting wasn't going very well. But actually this week coming back into it, oh, I feel very motivated again just yeah, to do everything. Completely. And how do you detect when the right time to have that break? Because obviously that requires like good self-awareness. Are there any sort of t- like signs or tells? Like, um... Yeah, I think, it's, honestly, there's some days I look at my program and I'm like, I really don't want to go into the gym today. Had like 9am lecture, lectures yeah. all day, gets to 3.30, 4 o'clock when I usually train and I'm like, really don't want to go into the gym right yeah, now. Yeah. But actually, those I think those days going in, I used to put, I think I'm a lot better at it now, but I used to put a lot of pressure on myself to be hitting the weights, like hitting the percentages that I need to be to make progress. Mm-hmm. But actually, I find nowadays, I've really tried not putting as much pressure on myself and just getting in there and moving. And I feel like that helps a lot. But I can definitely tell when I don't want to do it when because, you need the recharge. Yeah, because I'll, I'll walk in there, I'll warm up and be like, why am I here? I yeah. don't want to do anything. Oh, I really don't want to do anything. And it's that point where I'm like, right, let's stop. Maybe I'll take a couple of days off or like just do some bodybuilding or something a bit different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's definitely worthwhile noticing at that point because 
I think maybe, I think that happened to me with hockey, to be honest. But right. I just was so, it was like my life for ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I pushed it too much and then I just stopped enjoying it. So it's, yeah, it, like you say, it seems like it's really important to actually, even if you're pursuing something to the max and you want to be as good as you can be at whatever your facet is, like give your, you need time away from it. If you want to get actually the best out of yourself like the best course of action is to schedule in time away from it. And that way you're going to be able to stay motivated. And again, the key word, stay disciplined, stay consistent, yeah. which is those are the two things that I, I guess it sounds like you need to achieve your goals. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Brilliant. I, last thing I wanted to ask you about, obviously um, Joe's probably, yeah, well Joe is other than Yuvi, the first elite athlete from a different sport to hockey. Um, obviously he played hockey as well, but a different sports of hockey that's come on the show. And one of the things that I'm keen to ask Joe and hopefully anyone, other athletes that come on in the future is what's something recently that you've learned in your sport that's uh, given you recent gain? I've always had very good sleep. I used to be a quite a bad insomniac. And I've always had very good sleep. But one thing I've never really like had a big look on is my nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um I've always, always tried to get as much protein in as I can, but actually a big thing with weightlifting at the minute is like, it takes me so long in the gym. Yeah. It takes me four hours and usually like my muscle glycogen, all my carbs by about an hour and a half in will have de- completely depleted. So what I find is a big thing for me is my nutrition revolves a lot nowadays around me getting carbs in before I train while I train and after. Yeah. And that's a massive thing for me because actually it makes, because obviously weightlifting really, you can't just, you can't just have the skill and become one of the best. It takes training. That's the way to get good at weightlifting. Mm. And so actually for me to be able to improve my training and keep that, like keep my training good over a long time, that's the key. So I've, oh, what is, I started taking um, cyclic dextrin. Okay. Yeah. And for those, I mean, I don't know what that it's, is. It's a quick digesting carb, but it okay. It doesn't sit in your stomach for very long. Right. So not like you'd normally eat a load of carbs, you'd feel a bit bloated and then mm. you'd have loads of, loads of energy. It dumps from your stomach very quickly. So actually for me to drink it while training, it's fine. And a lot of people in Ironman, uh, people doing Ironman will drink it as well. Right. Because it it's, it's pretty dumps good. from your system very quickly. Well, there you go, guys. Um cyclic dextrin get on that it sounds like you're talking about sort of external factors Um, and actually I think the thing with elite sport as you progress and you go up is it doesn't just start and end with your training it's like a 24 hour process and actually what you do around training is super important to how you perform when you are training or competing and to just yeah to elaborate on that as since like taking your nutrition more seriously and have you noticed like tangible progress? Have you seen the weights fly up or is it just, you just feel better and more consistent when you train? I, I used to leave the gym after me, like probably my shortest sessions really will be an hour and a half, two hours. Right. I used to leave the gym and I would go home and just lie in my bed being like, I feel awful. Yeah. I feel so tired. And it would re- it would really affect the like almost second half of my training. Like after yeah, my yeah, warm up yeah. and my main lift or two, after that it would I'd just be so tired. Completely. And we and like in weightlifting, it's 
usually it'll be like we'll have some sort of snatch clean and jerk and then some form of strength exercise like squats deadlifts shoulder press and then we'd have like bodybuilding accessories yeah and i i used to be awful because i'd get to about two hours in maximum and i'd have my strength lifts and accessories left to do and i'd be like i can't do these i'm going home I can't do these. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's had a really big impact on me, especially because and in in terms of act like the science behind it for muscle gain, it's really good because it spikes your insulin, right? Which means you have a large amount of protein synthesis. So actually, in terms of gaining muscle, it's, it's, it's halfway good. maybe like having intra or like post workout. A lot of carbs is yeah. actually really good for it's you. It's good for you. Uh, yeah, I mean, fueling properly during... Oh, yeah. Especially for the amount of time that you're that you're out there training. Fueling properly, I can I can imagine, makes such a big difference. Yeah. And if you're there in, in that, like, accessories, like that, that latter half where you're doing just the little refining bits and pieces and you're still feeling energised, like, over time, like, you're just going to kick old use. But, yeah. like... Oh, yeah. If you're doing that day in and day out. Um, but, yeah, thanks. So you said cyclic... Dextrin. Cyclic dextrin. Yeah. Um, or maltodextrin. Or maltodextrin. With just both quick, quick release carbs. Brilliant. I mean, we have guys who play, I think most people who listen to this play hockey, but that that could be really useful for hockey players. I even, I even, I actually take, take it to hockey games. Yeah. I can imagine, like half time. Like, yeah. 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 And I mean, that could be used for as well. Anything like cycling, running, like yeah. Any, uh, swimming. Yeah. Just other. good for recovery in general. Yeah. Cause it means you don't completely deplete all of your carbs. Well, there we go. So, little trick for you guys: um, cyclic dextrin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, is that Joe? Is there anything else you want to add? I, mean, I think we had a pretty yeah. good conversation. Yeah, I learned a lot. But thanks again for coming on. Super right, grateful for having you on the pod. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. If you have any feedback uh, or anything that you'd like to see in the future, please let me know. My ultimate aim is to make the experience as enjoyable for you guys as possible. So please just don't hesitate. And I look forward to having you join me in two weeks time for the next episode of 10 Minute Tuesdays.